Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lex. And y'all are now tuned in to the Taste of Lex. And unfortunately, this is the last episode of season one. But I got a very special guest. She's a very close and dear friend of mine. Okay. I'm Michaela Sinclair in the building. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, half Jamaican, a demisexual out here under the asexual umbrella. Word to my ace, you know what I'm saying? Um, studying mechanical engineer out here. Pray for me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Just pray for me. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm gonna put her Instagram. Yeah, plug me. Uh, in Michaela the Dominique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, her pictures are really, really fucking dope. Mm. By the way, her page has a nice aesthetic. But if y'all didn't catch what she said, um, Michaela is asexual. Mm-hmm. And on today's episode, we are talking about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just the whole big picture of it. Like, what... What journey did you have to go through to, like, figure out where your sexuality was going? Like, when did you really start to realize what was going on? Man, so, I I really think, there have been so many spots when I look back, I'm like, dang, I really, I low-key knew, you know? Um, as early as maybe, like, six years old. <laughs> six or seven. Six? Six or seven. It was, like... Because I really, you know, like, kids always kind of watching what adults are doing, like, learning what, quote-unquote, normal is and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And so, you know, my normal was, like, you know, man, woman, kind of relationships, heterosexual relationships. And I'm like, okay, that's it. You know, that's what I'm chasing. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I wasn't trying to chase. I was just like, that's the norm. And so, um, around, like, six, six or seven... I was, what, first grade? Yep, first grade or so. And the guys just really, they weren't really popping for me. It's what just, like, all my friends that were, like, girls at the time. Like, I really, like, I wanted to spend more time with them, like, in a way that was, like, it tipped off as, like, more than friends kind of attraction kind of Mm -hmm. thing. But I didn't know what that meant, so I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, no, this is just my friend. But, like, I was really, like, charged to be with them like oh more sleepovers da 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 but on uh, innocent shit but like low key kind of like I don't know um it's hard to explain like middle school was worse cause I was like really trying to be out here heterosexual <laughs> that was the time that everyone was like developing hormones and all yeah, that and that was the time I was, everyone was confused dismissed it was a lot Every, oh oh god a everyone boy was gra- really confused yeah. okay everyone did a lot I was, I've been confused on my life, but continue. No, yeah, it was, it was a very confusing time. Like, and, um, a lot of self-conscious things then. And at the same time, I was like, I'm, the guys still weren't popping for me. I had a lot of male friends and I always thought of them as brothers, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like, oh, bro, what's good, bro? Like, sometimes, now there were some guys where, you know, I actually dated, and I was like, y'all are worthy. But at the same time, <laughs> I always felt this more dominant kind of, like, 
feel so I think that prohibited me from really being attracted yeah. to guys because they're more that. dominant and so I'm like no I don't want that and so <laughs> you know I don't know <laughs> so yeah I, you know here there still attracted to the girls out here had a lot of best friends it was we'll just leave it there then high school happened went to Parkview shout out to Parkview Ooh, that time yeah for two uh, seconds for me Oh, <laughs> that's all you needed. Just a little bit of Parkview, you know what I'm saying? I did. It, it was a great high school, um, and I'm very thankful because there was a lot of acceptance in there, a lot of room to explore and kind of be like, oh, this is a thing. What? Okay. Um, from teachers to students to everyone, so I was like, wow. Um, that's when I kind of like relaxed a little bit off of it because. I was like, I mean, I don't know, am I? You know, I never had to question this, like, really hard. And so that threw me for a whimsy. I was like, whoa, I'm actually out here feeling stuff for um, females, you know. Like, yeah. of all, of all kind. I was, you know, like, but I didn't, I still was very conflicted and confused. And I went down this whole, it went religious for me because um, I was raised Baptist. And I was like, wow, will God hate me? Do I even believe in God? Like, it was like, I questioned, once I questioned my sexuality, I questioned a lot of things really hard. Because um, then I had to look back at old self and was like, damn. Um, this, I low-key was refuting the norm for so long. But like, but it was always a battle, so I should have known that it could have tipped the other way, you know, yeah. kind of thing, but. Yeah, um, high school, I did indeed um, try um, and got into a whole relationship with a woman. And that's when I knew, I like, you know, I was like, this is way better. But, you know, uh, since then, I've, you know, found a new woman. Shout out to Avante. Hey, yeah, I love my, y'all. That's my gal. Yeah. Y'all are my faves. Please. <laughs> we just out here being grandmas. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, well, I really like women. And then I kind of developed once. Well, that was the hard part. Okay, so then I was like, pause, because that's <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, I thought I was bisexual for a second. <sighs> but then I was like, trying no, to jump into my brain. No. Yeah, I was like, no, You're I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready. <laughs> like, we will. Listen, I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not bisexual. Because, you know, during the experimenting time, middle school, backtrack, I'm not going to go deep into this, you know, but. <laughs> You know, everyone was like, sex was starting to be a thing. I never really wanted that. <laughs> it was very forced for me to even talk about sex when my friends did bring it up. Really? Yeah, like, I was like, yep, that seems exciting. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would avoid it. Like, like, yeah, I was like, yep. I didn't know what to say. I was like, this is a very awkward thing for me. But then I was like, maybe it's just that. Like, you know, it's new for me. I've, so I tried... Um, to just think about it, I didn't do any sexual experimentation, actually. Um, I just, well, I didn't. Anyway. So, yeah, I didn't I guess. do it with <laughs> um, <laughs> So, you know, I was like, okay, no, nah, this ain't it, you know. I'm really more, um, quote unquote, turned on from people's, you know, vibe and uh, energy and shit. Like, if we just link to the soul and shit. I sound like such a head ass, but for real, like no, I get it, I got you it. know, like yeah. when we link and like when we can really just talk and just connect, like that 
means way more to me. I know sex is a way to do that, but it's yeah, not but my that's way. A different type of yeah, uh, that's a, like, yeah, it's not my way. I got it. It's like it's different forms of communication, and that one is not my top fave right there. You know, yeah. So I don't experience it naturally. Never have. So that's why I was like, I found I kept doing research and I found asexuality. Hashtag Tumblr, shout them out. Cause that was, <laughs> we all know. If you know, you know. Yeah, it's Tumblr. It, was, yeah, you know got it. It was a time. It was a time. <laughs> it was a great time. I'm still on. I'm not going to share my username there, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It helped out a lot. Then I found a community. And we started talking. That's when I found uh, demisexuality, where it was like, there's like ranges of asexuality that are kind of more like they can experience sexual attraction if, you know, you connect blah 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 blah, or you feel like blah 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 to your partner, or you love your partner so much you'll blah blah blah, and that was kind of it for me. Whereas like if we connect in a way that's satisfying to me initially, like you know the whole energy aligning, da 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 da, we we connect and this shit, then I'm like okay, I'm open to trying this other way that would also be pleasing to you, you know? Because we connected like this. So it's like an even exchange. Okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't do it without that. I experienced no sexual attraction until that checkpoint is like, you know? Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I should made a tweet about something and it was like uh it was about sexual attraction like instant mm-hmm. like how some people look at each other and have instant sexual attraction then there's people that don't mm-hmm. like this interesting mm-hmm. you never know too i wonder how like people like probably never know mm-hmm. yeah but i wonder can like can you could you have you ever like just felt it automatically mm, no usually not sexually I, I... like spiritually like Oh, just uh, connected with someone. Yeah, like instantly. Yeah, I have. Um, <clears throat> not to sound like a head ass, but Avante was one. Um, where like I just saw her and I was like, we're we're meant to like, you yeah. know, connect in some way. Like, and then there have been a few friends of mine, um, that like I saw them. I was like, no, we're we're meant to, you know, we're meant to actually connect. Like, you know, like we yeah. are connected. And those are like one of some of my greatest friends. So, um, yeah, usually, yeah, I, I can I can do that. That also goes in the whole discussion of like the soulmates thing and all that, which I love talking about. But it's not about this. <laughs> Just plugging it. Another well, kind of, but another. That's another discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good one. But you know, I think there's levels to that. And romantically, mine is Avante, but. My friends have also been connected where I'm like, we're really, like, really connected. Like, we're in tune with each other. That's how I kind of see it. Mm-hmm. It is possible. And there's levels to it. Always. Right. Yeah. So, you know. I feel that. I mm-hmm. feel that. I feel it. So, um, I put a pin in the board for when you were like, you, you're not ready for the bisexual talk. Um, <laughs> can you... um? Go ahead and release that pin off the board and discuss it. LOL. Okay, so uh, being bisexual, that is... When did I first figure out that I was bisexual? Middle school. 
Mm. Yeah, like mm. the time. I've always been a little like boyish though, mm. because when I was little, like I never wanted to wear the girl clothes. Like I always, they're annoying. I always wanted. <laughs> I talk. always wanted Fuck the the boy clothes. Like I've always been kind of. Yeah, kind of aggressive, kind of boyish. But yeah, yeah, I really I have, it. and that's what people always tell me. Like I'm aggressive, but hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> like I always wanted to wear the boys' clothes. I had like some Mickey Mouse overalls. Oh, that's cute. So. Yeah, but really the cute. girl one had a skirt, but I wanted the boy one because yeah, had pants. Like, don't put me in a fucking skirt. And, like, I never wore just, like, pink. Like, I wore all types of fucking colors and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a rainbow. Yeah, basically. I just mm-hmm. I felt like, you know. But, see, I think the problem was some of the girls would be like, you look like a little boy. You a little boy. You look like a little boy. I swear to God, I got that a lot. Yeah, I'd be like, you like, look okay. like a little boy. And I was all like, right. okay, whatever. <laughs> so, sometimes those thoughts would, like, come back in my head, like, as mm-hmm. I got older. But my mama, like, knocked me out of that little tomboy stuff and started putting me in jerseys. No, not she wanted to, you know, make me a little girly. So she mm-hmm. did, but she couldn't take the real nigga out of me. She couldn't take it out of me. So it just, <laughs> it just be coming out. <laughs> and so she, I started like going through puberty. Mm-hmm. And then like she gave me this book. Like my mom has always been really open with me about like sex and sexuality. Yeah. Like my mom is like, yeah, she talks to me about anything. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> I'm reading the book and I, it talks about like oh gay, mm-hmm. lesbian, bisexual, hmm, attracted to men and women. I said hmm, I like men and I like women. <laughs> Check it out. I was like, but do I really like them? Like, uh, like sexually. Mm. So I started like reading more, reading more, and then I started getting curious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so it's so funny because I actually watch porn. So like, mm-hmm. I watch lesbian porn to see if I got fucking little, little, yeah. turned on. Yeah. But see, like, I actually my first kiss was a girl. Mm. Same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like my first kiss was never a guy. My first kiss was a girl, mm-hmm. and it was just so interesting. Like I just felt so. I don't know how to describe how I felt, but I just. Feel comfortable, and then like I prefer like guys. I'm not really affectionate towards guys. Like, I like I like them, but I'm not real affectionate with them. Mm-hmm. I will be now. Some men like I will be affectionate with, but I really rather be laid up with a woman. Like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Like I get real close and affectionate to a woman if I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a vibe is a thing for me. But mm-hmm. I can have like instant like sexual attraction with a woman like lock eyes like mm-hmm. but I can do it to men too mm-hmm. like men and women find me attractive like I've never had like a lot of different sexualities like I feel and found me like attractive mm-hmm. it's very interesting because I don't know I don't feel like I give off a sexual aura though because I'm bisexual because a lot of bisexual people mm-hmm. give off like a real sexual like or like it's so interesting like what yeah, like a, a like bisexuals scream sex to people because people think mm. we live mm. this extravagant like sexual lifestyle. Like we mm. bury fucking everybody, like mm-hmm. everybody, and that's mm. not even the case. Like I'm a really laid back ass bisexual. Mm. Like you, you be chilling. Yeah, I be chilling. Like I'm really not a like a sexual ass person. Mm. Like I don't mind. 
But I don't also need it. And it's weird because I'm bi. Yeah. Like, people I mean, probably shit. think I be fucking all the time. My thing is, to be very real, I'm like, hey, you, you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was frustrating for me, finding my... Like, even now, actually, like, I say I'm demisexual. And... But at the same time, like, it doesn't fucking matter to you until it matters to you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't try to get fixated on that. I'm just like, at the end of the day, I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. I may surprise myself one day. I may right. wake up and be like, actually, hmm. You know, but if you have a label there, it kind of makes it hard to crack out of it to really be open to what you actually right. want. And I feel like... If it's really hard for people to change like their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like it's because a lot of people they'll say they're one thing and then they're like, No, let me evaluate like what I'm saying. Like they'll identify as one sexuality and then later on down the road they're like, No, nah, I shouldn't have did that. And then people telling you stuff too, mm-hmm. like, is another thing. Like some people, like I have, I know someone like people. I would say, "Oh, you look like a girl. You should act like a girl. If you're gonna do this, why don't you like just be a girl?" Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's forcing somebody into something that they're not. Exactly. And then I feel like everybody in life has possibly, almost everyone in life has questioned their sexuality. Yeah, not one person is safe out here. I don't care what <laughs> If you're not trying to be real with yourself, that's unfortunate. That's really sad. I feel like that kind of drives people to be very sad and depressed. Okay, everybody, we had to take a little short break because I was rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> we were talking about how some we feel like almost everybody has questioned their sexuality yeah. once in their life. Yeah, <laughs> like, again, no one is safe out here, like... I think that denial really uh, drives people to, like, depression at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. When I talk, I've been looking at mental health stuff and researching it a lot because it's really interesting. I'm like, you know, I don't know. Mental illness is interesting. I don't, I'm not going to fall into that either. But I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, you know, um, it also goes on the theory of, like, life lessons will come in a loop until you address some kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, if you keep denying that all your life, that's going to yeah. always be in the back of your mind of, like, I'm not being completely honest with myself. Like, you're literally living with the lie that you're telling yourself. And that's torment. That's, like, that's torture to live with that. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if any, if, if everyone was just chill on it, uh, it's easier said than done. But if you just chill on it and you just let it it's a passing thought like for some people it will be a passing thought you may be just straight as fuck and that's okay but just let the thought pass you know like it has yeah. to do is do like you're not letting it pass at all so it's just stuck it's just blocked yeah you know just relax let it happen it doesn't mean anything until it means something like you know what I'm saying like if it's not meant for you it's not meant for you i feel it passing thoughts happen but the more you get fixated, you're kind of giving yourself the answer at the end of the day also. So it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Denial's a bitch. Yeah, I feel like actually it's crazy because when I finally like came out to my mom, I felt so much better. Like mm-hmm. even though like I was out like on the internet, like I've been out publicly, like I'm all on social media like forever. But I wasn't out to like my parents. 
Mm-hmm. And like now I feel so much better. Because you just can't keep holding on to stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you really can't be yourself. And see, because I was on like this whole journey mm-hmm. of like self-love. Love. And developing into the Alex we see. Like, well, social media Alex that we see. That's self-love. And then my sexuality is part of that. Like, that's what makes me me. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine, like, not really being myself. Like, because I know I don't wake up happy every day. Thanks. And part of who you love and who you're attracted to is part of you. And I don't think people really realize that, like... It's a big part. Yeah, and I think people, like, expression. sexuality can be, like, so negative at times that mm-hmm. people really don't want to bring it up or... Just don't want to talk about it. Like, discussing, like, your sexuality around your family, I think, is very difficult. Yes. Like, especially if it's not that normal. It shouldn't be, but especially in the black community, it's it's so tense. Like, you could cut a knife. Like, you could cut the tension with a fucking knife. You could. Because it's tough. Like, you don't want to go, like... Yeah. Okay, like, over Thanksgiving for me, my uncle was like, Alex, when are you getting married? Hate that question. Um, not. Weak. Why not? Listen. <laughs> I want to tell you something, but I'm not going to tell you because uh, it's going to end bad. Mm. It's just like black families reach. <laughs> mm. They reach. But I think that goes back to stimming. You're not being real. They're not being real with themselves. Like, people that come off aggressive and, like, on defense and attacking like that, they're not securing something in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should be easy. Like, if you know yourself, it's so easy to answer questions like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I approach someone and I'm like, have you ever thought about this? Yeah, but you know, when I thought about it, I think I'm really this. Okay, period. You know, but if you make a big deal, then I'm like, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You haven't addressed something. Like, you really attacking me right now for a simple question. You know, um, it's like, it's like, um, I was talking to someone the other day about how, like, back to the whole, like, tomboy expression kind of thing, like, gender expression. I didn't like all that shit. Um, <clears throat> so I got called a boy a lot too. And it didn't bother me because I was like, I mean, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you're securing yourself, you don't have to, shit like that will not affect you as much as it should. Like people really be blowing it up. So like with black flam- families do that, I'm like, we just not secure. We're kind of fixated in a lot of mm-hmm. traditional thought and behavior for different reasons. I feel it. I just feel like if more... I think black families need to learn how to be more open. Transparent, like shit. Yeah, we keep a lot of secrets. Yeah, like my mom. Recipes, diseases. Just did not raise me. <laughs> right. My mom did not raise me to hide secrets. Like, my mom was really open with me about a lot of things. And I'm really grateful for Bonnie. Oh, um, shout out. So, right, shout out to my mom. Oh. She'll probably listen to this episode. Cause, y'all, my mom listens to my podcast. That's really cute. Yeah, and y'all listen, my rap, like my all-the-time listeners, y'all know how I be talking on here. Reckless as hell. Weak. So, anyway, <laughs> I just I just feel like sexuality makes the world the world. You're fine. <laughs> it, I felt that. it makes the world the world. Like, exactly. people 
sexuality defines a person so mm. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't really know. Like, I'm not trying to go deep with this because I feel like I could. Why are you not? I don't know. Like, your sexuality really does define you. Yeah. Like, when you think about it, like, it defines the way you move. Like, move and shake, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. It really does. But at the same time, it's, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I guess either way. It's, but sexuality sometimes is, in a way, like, it also is negative because sometimes when you're, when you're so, like, sexually, your sexuality adds to your sexual attraction. So when you're, like, so sexually attracted to someone or whatever, you don't know where it's going to go. Or how it could get you in trouble. Because mm. it can. It really can. <laughs> the way you faded off, I really felt that. I was just saying, like, it really can. Like, think about it. You, like, say, I don't know, shit. I don't know, I'm just talking. <laughs> okay. Having a funny moment. I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking talking. Okay. But no, I think... I feel like somebody needs to write a book. Not a book, but I feel like a blog or something about sexuality. Like, make a tape so that kids continue to know. Oh, they do. (laughs) I can link. But I feel like it always needs to be a safe space for kids that don't know. It just needs to be taught, like, normal. Like, you know, like, casual. I feel like when they think about adding LGBTQIA friendly material in coursework and stuff, like they make it like a whole separate thing, like African American history, like that should just be a thing, you know, like it shouldn't have to mm-hmm. be like a whole special course. I mean, it can be because they experience like hell, but you know what I'm saying? Like in the general sense of how we teach American history. How to teach Arkansas history. You know, it should just be like, let me, <laughs> it's a part of the course, you know? Because I mean, it's a I big part like... of all that history. Mm, yeah. You know, it played a big part in a lot of things that people just don't want to acknowledge. But it matters. It's like we're skipping parts in our lessons when we don't include that stuff. But do you feel like some people don't want their kids to become like de- like sensitized, like become sensitive to things like that? Because you know some people they're raising their kids like I don't agree that my kids should have to you know respect people's sexuality. Mm-hmm. And then you have parents that's like, well, I want my kids to love everyone and be free and do what they're supposed to do and mm-hmm. don't judge. And so like how. How are, like, people going to create a balance? Because it has to be a balance, like. Or it's going to, like, continue to be chaos. And people are always going to have to keep fighting for things. And mm-hmm. I feel like. It's that, a lot. I don't know. I feel like if we did it, though, it would kind of force people to do what they should be doing at home, which is discussing things, period. Like, to let it continue being like this, it's, like, still hiding a big secret. And allowing, I don't know, it's just, it's not the whole picture. You know what I'm saying? And 
<clears throat> I guess you can go into the debate of like, should everyone see the big picture? But I'm like, I feel like if back to chaos, until we do, the chaos will continue. Like, some people can't even have a full conversation because they are not aware of a lot of things, you know? So they can't see that picture and they will forever not because they're not properly educated. But when you're properly educated, you can see the whole picture and decide for yourself what to do from then on. Like, I respect those that are properly educated and make a formally made decision versus those that are not educated enough and make a really big decision that echoes and actually affects other people. Like, that's just not it. (laughs) I feel it. Not (laughs) it. So... It's kind of like, suck it up. I had to learn some shit I didn't want to learn. <laughs> I feel like there's going to become classes. Like, um, there's going to have, cla- like, people are going to have to take classes. Like, to say, oh, these are things that you can't say. Like, mm-hmm. and you have to say these things. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, you really, like, people really don't realize how much someone's sexuality affects, like, daily lives of the people. Yeah. I, like <laughs> I said that's all messed up. I felt it. Daily <laughs> lives of the people. What the hell? Run that shit back. Right? It's terrible. <laughs> I'm not even going to cut that shit out because my shit is unedited. Weak. Oh. <laughs> um, Jeez. Yeah. What I was going to say. I'm dead. <laughs> no, you can't forget on the podcast. Yeah, right. Terrible. Um. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, I remember. <laughs> I, I was saying, like, <laughs> we did a better job of educating our youth, like, with sex education and then sexual education all that. Like, just, again, making it normal to just hear the things, mm-hmm. the possibilities. Not even, because if you think about it, people think, oh, my God, you're exposing them too early to stuff. But we get exposed to, like, it's, like, equivalent to me for, like, math. Like, mm-hmm. we learn, first, numbers exist. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we learn that these numbers can have a relationship with a cross. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bonded by a cross. That's crazy. Make two. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, I don't know. It's, like, we gradually learn with each grade. So, like, little exposure, little by little you know, eventually when we get to points of, like, middle school when we're like, whoa, the world is chaos, you know? <laughs> like, we're more informed so we're not freaking out as much and making some really sometimes dangerous mistakes, you know, that lead mm-hmm. to, like, a lesson that could have been learned otherwise. No but more. some people feel like that you're influencing the child to think that that's their sexuality. Like, that has been an argument. Are we not doing that with heterosexuality? Uh, yeah, actually. We pressed that on early as miss. But, yeah, so do you feel like there's a heterosexual yes. agenda? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, I couldn't, like, you know what I'm saying? From dolls to gender roles to, you know, I Dead. had a vacuum in my hand. You know, my brother had, <laughs> like, rock and roll Elmo and stuff. I'm like, what? I'm doing the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Like, roll stuff. Um, Even though, pause for my parents. My parents had that stuff, but when I started <laughs> playing with other stuff, they were like, do do you? Shout out to my mom, for real, for letting me do me. Anyway, so... Essential. Um, for real, just let me explore. Um, so... Anyway, yeah, it's just... That stuff is pressed on. You know, like, if... 
someone during my time saw me playing with two like women dolls or whatever like female dolls and making them too close it's like whoa, whoa you know it's like yeah. you know what i'm saying so you were pressing that agenda so fuck all that other shit with the whole we're pressing the gauge and the kind of thing. Now I can't talk for some people. Some people are really aggressive. We can have that talk later. I don't agree with everything, but that's a whole different discussion. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, nah, it gets to the race and everything too. But anyway, so yeah, I don't know. It's just I think people generally just want let this be the normal you know what i'm saying like just let it be don't think too much about it like no one is pressing anything it's not pressed until you press it you know what i'm saying like you know it's like i'm not freaking out until you freak out about it like that's how children are they don't know they're learning from us (laughs) so if we don't freak out about it then they're like wow this isn't a big deal they'll start to like understand that this is just possible this is normal it's cool like it's this is the thing this can be a thing cool you know what i'm saying like it's not that big of a deal but yeah, people I make would, it a big deal i would always think about how like well i'm pretty sure like all of us kind of think about for those that want kids think about how am i gonna raise my kids yeah you know to teach them about these different sexualities right because they need to know right. like me being bisexual you know if i want I will, I'm going to tell my child, like, hey, I identify as this. Right. So that they up. need to know what their mom identifies. Because what if I marry a woman? Straight what up. What if I marry a man? Hey, I'm going to marry whatever I want to marry because, of course, I like both. Straight up. Well, it's funny because I really like women more. Fun fact. I like women more, but I tend to train more men than I do women. Mm. And then it's so funny because my mom tells me that I don't give off a vibe or gay vibe. I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> I think you're just neutral. Me. Yeah, you're just <laughs> you. Like I don't like it's no like I'm just like okay, Alex. I don't know. Which like I, I think is be... way better than man. And like a whole, I hate when people be like, oh, this even you're though, a... yeah, I yeah. Know. I think I think I don't mind being neutral. I don't. It's true. I don't mind. It's cool. Damn, you're funny. Hell, <laughs> I don't mind. It's cool. Damn. I mean, I don't mind being neutral. But then I said damn because I forgot about what I was talking about previously. Oh, cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yikes. I know. I'm fired. I'm going to fire myself on my own podcast. Dang, who's on? Yes, I'm taking over. Yeah, you got to take over now. Okay, I'm like that. Okay, so. <laughs> um. All right, but. <laughs> so, yeah. How do y'all? How, how do you? How do you feel about fluidity? I love it. I really, I really want to give out some, some fluidity. I'm trying, man. I want to. I'm trying to stack my money so I can really dress how I want to dress. You gonna see the fluidity? I love it. Yeah, it's true. It's the wave. People don't disagree. Um, I feel like it has a lot of power behind it. Yeah, it's just you know doing you. I don't know. I'm just at the end of the day, I'm like just do you. But I sound like um, my mom calls me a hipster. Oh, <laughs> um, or a hippie. Cause... Are you bringing that word back? 
hipster. Oh, no, it can stay wherever it Bring was. Bring the word back. <laughs> no, it can stay Bring wherever it back. was. I heard that was in my Instagram bio. Weak. Uh, I was, that was a lame back then. Come on, ninth grade. Hipster <laughs> in the bio. Yeah. That was a time. It was. It was a, a very time. wholesome time. I really knew my sexuality then. Oh my god, I swear I was just out and bisexual. I was so gay. That's hilarious. In my mind. Yeah. But I feel like I think I was like telling people I was identifying as bi. That's cool that you knew. Yeah, I definitely knew. Man, time will a, tell. There's a few people trying to talk. You're never too old to know. You're never too old to know. I think some people know. I feel like people know. If you're like you're 60 and you know that you were gay, okay? Facts. You you she know. She doesn't want to. Okay, you can, but her. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, they said I did that. It was me. You did it. I did it. I feel like. Hey baby. You high as fuck. Oh, don't let the people know. <laughs> you high Don't let the people know. Your eyes are gone. <laughs> He's still going. Bruh. Where know. are you? Are you still with Alex? Hey girl. You're talking on the podcast. Yeah. Oh shit, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she shouted you out on here. Oh, so you have to you say hi. Yeah. You have to say oh, hi. you're so cute. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all, they are so cute. Okay, my I baby. Take them. Okay. All right, I love you. I love you. All right. It's so adorable. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Gosh, I'm being gay, bro. Oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. Please, please. Can't yeah. wait. Cash us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm dead. Michaela, I hate that you're moving. You guys, I'm sad. Oh, yeah, I'm going back to Atlanta. Ghetto. Really hard. So ghetto. Gotta get up out of here. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. I'm going to be getting up out of here. Like, give me like two more years, maybe two and a half years. I'm going to take your time. Yeah, I'm not going to rush moving down to Arkansas. Because it'll happen either way. Yeah, I feel like, you know, big things coming in 2020. I feel it. That 2020 vision. Yeah, I've been manifesting that. So, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to really get the life I want to live. Mm. You know. Starting mm. off. Starting off. Starting off. Mm. So. Mm. I'm trying to manifest me a little bae. Mm. A little something. A little something. A little something. Right? Just a little tiny something. For a little L. <laughs> hey. It's going to happen. I feel it. It's gonna happen. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt it. Yeah, it just whoosh by. Ew, ew. <laughs> um, what's what's the whole twenty twenty vision? Are we talking about twenty twenty visions? I'm sharing. <laughs> Wait, I have to pee. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm dead. This is all sponsored by water. <laughs> I'm really finna wrap it up. Say bye. It's been great. Uh, Thanks for having me. (laughs) Aquarius energy. Yes. Love to. They hate to see it, but I love it. I love it. (laughs) Aquarius energy. All right, you guys. 
<laughs> I'm dead. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Taste of Licks. This is my last episode. I'm going to catch y'all in January. All right. Bye.